Guys, I have Dan Franco, who I uh, didn't even prepare a bio. We've had you on that many times. I shouldn't need to. <laughs> um, Dan's the founder of Dad Lifting Dads podcast. And should I say our resident fatherhood? You don't want me to say expert? Don't say expert. <laughs> um, what, what, what do you do? Who, who are you? Tell us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I don't like the, I, because I'm not an expert, that's why I don't like the word expert. Um, and I think people, um, you know, you've got to put, people put a lot of hours into becoming an expert at something. Um, and I think you can be a great, uh, a great parent. Mm. And you don't need to be an expert in that field to be able to, I guess, start conversations in regards mm -hmm. to parenting. Um, because I think when we hear a lot of, um, I guess, experts speak, it's an easy out for us because we think, oh, well, they're an expert and it's easy for them. So we, we negate our own, um, you know, our own, I guess, intuition and guidance and um you know all the power of being a parent we kind of hand that over when we say oh well i'm not an expert so i can't do that um or i haven't done that so you know i can't i've got to listen to this person instead of like listening to to yourself as a parent so um i'm a parent i'm a podcaster uh i'm a full-time yeah, stay-at-home dad um which i absolutely love and I started the Dad's Lifting Dad's podcast in 2020, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, but that was a that was birthed after a um, four years after my daughter Betty was born. Um, and I started it purely because I just didn't hear the conversations around fatherhood and being a dad. Um, there was a lot of information out there for mums a lot of books uh, written for mums uh, but very few things that resonated with me as a dad so yeah I just went on the um, I guess starting in 2020 just went on the, the I guess the, the search for dads that wanted to share their stories so I had um, a few people on that year and then I went into hiatus um, because our son Axel was born in 2021 and I really wanted to focus on embodying fatherhood and being a stay-at-home dad. And I had these grand visions of being able to juggle both of them. Mm -hmm. um, but I quickly realised that, you know, if I wanted to embody that and if I wanted to be, you know, the best dad that I can be, then I needed to, you know, just put something on hold uh, that was for for me and I know for other men, but yeah, put it on hold and yeah, really just focus on, on being a father. Huge. That's a big choice to make, you know, because you've started, you birthed something, like you said, you started the podcast and then took a break, went on hiatus. And the thing that right at the start, when you said, you know, we're talking about not being an expert and things like that, um, kind of dropped in for me that even though like both of us we're not 
the tippity top experts in our fields or what we speak about. But what we do have is a voice and we've created um, platforms thanks to the internet where we can share and like use our voice to impact other people. And so my work's most mostly with um, mums, but with both parents together, like as you know, um, and yours is really focusing on supporting and creating a space for dads to share their stories and to be able to reach out. Um, so tell, like, tell us a bit about, um, you know, a bit more in terms of the podcast because it's relaunching very soon. Um, and I want everyone in this group in let's raise emotionally intelligent kids. doesn't matter if you're a, correct me if I'm wrong. doesn't matter if you're a mum or a dad or some other caregiver, um, your podcast is going to bring bring out some stories and some some knowledge, I guess, and maybe some wisdom um, for for any kind of parent. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, hundred percent. And I I guess I've you know I I targeted dads because I can really I guess align myself with other dads because I am a dad. Um, but the podcast is for anyone that's interested in not just parenting but people's stories uh i've had a lot of good conversations around life parenting uh people's upbringing uh, and how that has shaped how they've shown up as a parent so i remember my very first interview i uh, was with a dad named chad and he didn't he didn't have a dad growing up his dad wasn't there, so he was raised by, you know, his mum, a single mum. And the way he viewed parenting was, and he said this on the podcast, he says every minute he spends with his two kids is a minute more than his dad spent with him. Mm-hmm. And when he dropped that in the in the, um, in the podcast, it was like just this kind of profound moment for me. I was like, wow. Like, and he kind of like says it that he probably shouldn't think that way. But to me, it's like that perspective is like a lot of dads won't get that perspective. A lot of dads take for granted what they have, but you will never take it for granted because of your upbringing. Uh, and I think just having, you know, men, and this is a gross generalisation, uh, but I feel I'm fairly, fairly accurate with what I'm about to say. Men just don't like asking for help, full stop, you know, and and just look at the rates of suicide, look at, you know, the rates of um, domestic violence, look at all of these things that are clouded um, by men's inability to ask for help. You know, men refuse to go and see a doctor if something's wrong. You know, men refuse to reach out for help in parenting uh, or in anything in general because it might appear to be a dent to their ego. Mm. And, you know, I've just come out of a... um, an extremely powerful uh, challenge that we did that involved a lot of men. And that was the biggest thing to come out of it, that men being able to ask for help and the ability to ask for help and, and, and breaking through, I guess, that stigma really helped a lot of men, I guess, move forward and move through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the podcast is just purely, you know, the stories of, of dads, of just sharing their experiences because 
I think you don't, you know, you don't have to like going back to being an expert. You don't have to be an expert to have wisdom. Like knowledge and wisdom are two different things. Knowledge, you you go and read a book about your study, but if you you don't ever get the chance to apply that or if you don't live through something like what we call like what I refer to as wisdom so wisdom is a lived experience it kind of you're missing a key element Mm. and I think you know you can teach knowledge but to be able to teach from wisdom it's a lot more powerful I guess in my um, in my belief and that's where a lot of my things that I talk about uh, are purely around you know stuff that I've been through personally. Uh, you know, the beauty of that is no one can ever negate what I've been through because it was my experience. And if someone learns from that, then that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think that simply just hearing stories um, can plant some seeds and can change some mindsets and mentalities of people who are listening just from hearing those stories? Yeah, especially if you if you resonate with a dad or with with anyone, right? If you but if you resonate with their story, I think there's something in you clicks because when you like, I think like the biggest thing that I've heard, you know, since being in kind of the parenting space and talking about dads and fatherhood, it's like how can I get my husband to do X? How can I get my partner to do Y? It's like well, you can't get them to do anything. You know, it's really hard to force someone to do something that they don't want to do. And, you know, what I've talked about, you know, my experience before and how I got there and it was, you know, through rock bottom moment and, you know, some, you know, I guess the real dirty and messy and sticky stuff. I don't believe everyone needs to go through that. But yeah, if you kind of hear someone's story and resonate with it, or you know, as another dad, you pick up just one thing and, and are able to implement it. Mm-hmm. You know, even thinking about me, like podcasts were probably one of my biggest, I guess, learning tools for a very long time. I was picking up certain things from podcasts and just started to implement them. And when you're able to implement things and you see that it works, you go, oh, okay. And then you take another step or, you you know, you, you go and follow that person on social media or, you know, you look into buying their program or doing something with them. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. And you, you start to build a relationship with people. But, yeah, like it goes back to that men are really bad about asking for help. So there's no easy way to get them to, to do certain things. But, yeah, by having a voice and sharing a story, I think, and there's some aspect of, you know, going back to, you know, the tribal days that, you know, sitting around and sharing stories of, of elders and, you yeah. know, it was a whole tribal and village experience. And I think there's, you know, so many, you know, lessons from that that we can take and move forward with. You know what? I It's a, it's a tricky question, but I'm going to fire it at you anyway and put you on the spot. <laughs> um what do you think this is gonna this kind of come out wrong? What do you think a lot of dads are doing wrong or not doing right or could you know things that maybe from your experience and from the, your stories and things on the podcast, um, where are dads ah oh, it's just it just sounds awful, falling short. Yeah. you know you you make some awesome 
you make some awesome call to actions um, with your posts. Guys, I love sharing Dan's posts. You will you will see them in the Facebook group. If you, after, after watching this, you can literally just search Dan Franco um, in, the, in the search bar and you'll see all his posts because you like just, I want to say like dump and run pieces of wisdom. You don't, but yeah, I guess what I'm saying is um, what are some of those things that you're calling out dads to reflect on or consider, you know, in their journey? Sorry. Yeah. That's okay. No, no, you, you, yeah. it, we have to talk about this, this stuff. And I think, you know, we've had a few discussions in the past where we try and tiptoe around these topics, not to offend anyone. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, without diving into it you know if you're offended by something then that's a you know a great learning moment for you to go okay why am I offended by it and then do yeah. some own you know do your introspection there and you know and, and then work out where does that come from I think like the umbrella of what a dad's doing wrong we're trying to do it alone we're trying to lone wolf it and I think that's men in general we're trying to lone wolf being a dad we're trying to lone wolf being a man and we're trying to do it do it on us on the solo and because i think for me and the reason i was doing that is because i believe that like i was the only one going through my struggles you know i believe that i was the only angry dad out there mm. and if i talked about it because there was so much shame and guilt there sitting for me if I talked about it I feared being judged by other people mm -hmm. whereas the reality is as soon as you talk about it so many more people come to you and go oh I resonate with that I know what you mean I've been through a similar thing oh thanks for sharing that because it's given a voice to to what I've felt um so I think yeah that's the umbrella kind of what a dad's doing wrong what I specifically I guess I guess, hope to empower in dads or even just parents when I, when I post in your group, it's just starting the conversation on, on certain things. So I think my most recent one was about just, you know, the power of dads showing up. Yep. Um, what does that mean? Yeah. I, I think, again, it's, it can be overcomplicated. People think that, it, or, like people think you have to do more, but the reality is if you're there, that's already one step forward to maybe when you weren't there. So it's easy to show up when times are like really fun and fluffy. It's easy to show up in those moments, yeah. but can you show up in the bad times, you know, in the times where you and your, your partner aren't getting along or your kids' are, emotions are big and the feelings and it's stressful, are you able to show up in those moments? And I'm not saying be present the entire time or even do anything the entire time, but are you able to show up and wow. take a step in whatever direction, but take a step and go, okay, I'm going to try this today and just accept that it may or may not work. And then move forward with that. If it does work, great. If it doesn't work, then okay, I've, I've done something. But yeah, and I think, I guess, one of, the, one of the posts that probably garnered the most attention was around, um, there's a lot of discussion around legacy 
at the moment. Legacies, I guess, turn into this buzzword. Um, and, you know, my opinion on that was I think it's, it's truly misguided in terms of we talk about financial legacy and handing down, you know, mm. all this material things to our ch children. But I said, if, you're, if your legacy doesn't include generational healing, then it's not a legacy, it's a burden. Mm. Because for me, if, you don't, if you're not encompassing all these things, if you're not focusing on everything, then you're missing most of it. You know, it's, yeah, it'd be great to hand down a lot of material things to my kids. But what I want more than anything is not to hand down all this generational trauma and, you know, the inability to express their emotions. And I, I want to break that cycle. And I know that's why a lot of people are in your, in your community is to, to break that cycle as parents. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, we confuse how we can do that, but it goes back to the power of showing up and just showing up. Mm. So that's, that's a, an awesome place to begin. It seems like. So um, another question that came to mind, um, what do you want or what I'm sure you've reflected on this? What is what what are the things that you want to leave as your legacy to your two? Because I know you've got girl and a boy, Betel and Axie, Betty and Axel. <laughs> um, from from your um, your own space and your heart, you and Chrissy, what are the things that you guys want to leave as a legacy that's not that financial stuff and not the you know all that other material stuff so for me personally um and i can't speak for chrissy because this is something that i guess i've dealt with it's that having the ability to have self-love and compassion for me the ability to love myself the ability to express my emotions the ability to not go into this shame and fear and guilt cycle um and the ability to recognize that every single emotion that's felt is okay but having all these tools to be able to express those emotions in a healthy way i think in terms of legacy just being able to you know, I guess, free them from not anything that I experienced in the past, but the, just the certain things that I don't even, I don't even fully understand yet myself, but to be able to go, it's okay to, to work on those things. It's okay that you're not perfect, but we're, we're doing what we need to do and we're showing up and we're, you know, we're, we're digging into the, the sticky, messy stuff. So just, yeah, being able to do that myself so I can pass on, you know, because I, I can't shield them from, you know, that that was kind of, we talked about this in um, mm. the episode that I'm about to relaunch um, on Sunday. I talked about it with with Ben, the dad. It's like, you know, what we want for our kids, like, I guess we we feel like our kids, hopefully, you know, as weird as this sounds, hopefully they'll see us die before we see them die. So it's like, hopefully, you know, they see us how we lived our life mm. and they'll want to mirror that 
as best they can because they knew, you know, how, you know, dad showed up, for example, wow. you know, and it, it doesn't mean that, you know, they didn't experience, you know, me yelling at them or, you know, me saying something that I shouldn't or, you know, me doing something that I shouldn't, but mm -hmm. they, they know in their heart that, you know, that's who I want to be like. And, you know, I guess, yeah, it's, it's such a, uh, yeah, deep topic for me, I guess. Do you think there's, with, with all the dads that you have spoken with on your podcast, would you say there's a lot of dads who don't want to emulate their father or feel like they want to be a complete opposite or, or, or really, yeah, really don't want to be like their father? Is that a common any kind of a common theme that's come out or not necessarily? Um, I think what I've seen is that there's a lot that dads want to take from their dads, but there's also a lot that they don't want to take from their dads. And the inability to express emotions was a big one um, for, for most dads. It's like, I, yeah, it's just a, you know, and it's very similar to, to my story. You know, I, you know, and I, I told my dad very recently, like I've always looked up to him like he's a, a superhero, but he's going through his own health challenges now. And it's like, he's a shadow of the man that he used to be. Mm. And it's like, for me, it's like, I want to get to this point where I want my kids to see me as that superhero, but to not see me as a shadow of a man, but to, yeah, to yeah, just, I guess, just go, you know, not, uh, yeah, not, that's what I guess I want. I don't want to, I don't ever want my kids to see me a shadow of a man that, you know, I used to be, or, you know, a, a shell of a person that I used to be. Um, and it's not being me being, I guess, egotistical or not wanting to display certain emotions to my kids because I do. It's just me wanting my kids to know that I'm okay because what, what I think about my dad is like, and I've told you this before, right? Like he thought, or his belief of, I guess, crying is, I guess, weakness. Whereas that's not my belief. And I know I've instilled that into my kids. So yeah, it's a real, you know, the, the overarching, I guess, theme was that, yeah, most, most of the dads I talked to had fairly good relationships with their parents um, that gave them, in a lot of cases, gave them a lot of opportunities, um, but also missed a lot of things. And I think, you know, I, I guess it's easy to be a harsh critic on our parents sometimes, but, you know, I, I'm always reminded why, you know, our parents did the best that they could with what they had. And we're doing similar. So, you know, part of, you know, breaking the cycle is, you know, going even further with, you know, healing and work and all, all those things, right? So, yeah, it's a real, it's a real interesting discussion when we talk about um, fathers with with the dads. Yeah. So, do you have a um, before we finish up? And I want to ask you, obviously, remind us where people can listen to the podcast and and when it's out, when it relaunches. But do you have um, a story 
from the podcast or from one of the dads that sticks in your mind um, or something that that resonated with you or was interesting that you can leave us with or, or share a little bit about um, before we finish up? Uh, I'm trying to think of one. Um, <laughs> yeah, for me, there's been like every conversation I've had, I've at least had like, you know, three to five moments where I've gone, oh, wow, like I can like I can take that. And that's why I shared that, that story earlier with the discussion with Chad, um, in terms of, um, I guess what I've taken, um, forward is really, I remember having a discussion with a dad about, um, you know, when you bring children into a relationship, it amplifies the relationship. Mm. So if you have a really, bad relationship with your partner it's going to amplify that if you have a really good relationship with your partner it'll amplify that as well and just that for me is like it's such an important reminder that as parents how important it is to to put ourselves first and I think a lot of I think and again a, a sweeping generalization but I think a lot more mums are bad at this than dads and that for me is like if you don't practice self-care if you don't do certain things um that will fill your cup it's really hard to show up as a parent if you don't put your health first your wellness first your own love and compassion first it's hard to show up with love and compassion for your child um it's not impossible, but it's extremely difficult, um, especially, you know, when I guess think about any time that you've been stressed and under pressure or something, a big event has happened in your life, your capacity to show up for yourself is difficult, but then you've got, you know, in my case, two little humans there that are like, you know, I need you. I need your connection, I, you know, and there's certain things you've got to do, you know, feed them and bathe them and clothe them and, you know, all these things. And if we don't put ourselves first to do that, I think, yeah, it's um, extremely difficult to, to show up for our kids in regards to that. So I think, you know, it's not selfish to do that as a parent. It's so important to do that as a parent. So. Definitely. So where can people find, when and where? Can people get the newest um, episode of your podcast? Yep. So it it does uh, officially launches on Father's Day Sunday, um, but it is now available um, for people in this community on Spotify. So if they search Spotify Dads Lifting Dads, um, it will come up. Uh, it'll be episode twelve. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's available there. But yeah, with the official launch on on Father's Day. Awesome! So exciting. Um, I highly recommend everyone to um, jump on Instagram as well and follow Dan there. Um, is it Dad's Lifting Dads as well? Dad's Lifting Dads, yeah. Dad's Lifting Dads. So easy, easy to remember. Um, what we'll do after this is put the links in the description so you guys can. Um, click on and see it. If you're watching the replay, give us a hashtag replay in the comments so that we know and say hello. Um, I saw a few awesome comments uh, from Samantha 
she is um she's wholeheartedly agreeing with you and saying she felt the same she feels the same as um as a mum and so you know we know that there are really similar challenges for mums and for dads but also very different it, it's a bit of a paradox i guess um and she said yeah and accepting accepting offers of help like you you mentioned asking for help but also accepting when um help is offered and support so um I love those comments thank you Samantha <laughs> all right guys we're going to jump off um thank you so much and please keep an eye out for Dan's posts keep an eye out for the podcast episodes how often are you going to release an episode uh I'm not over committing so it's just going to be once a month at the moment and that's not enough <laughs> It's right. You know what? The the biggest challenge, um the biggest challenge has been is being able to find dads that want to share their story. Oh. I was gonna say, is it getting quiet time when Axel isn't like bubbling around in the background? (laughs) I'll make that work if I get this overwhelming, you know, call out for for dads that that want to do it. But yeah, I I really like it. It's, you know, to be very transparent about it, it's hard work to to reach out to dads and to get dads to share their story. Um, like I said, it's not, it's a it's an uphill battle because it's just not something that is, you know, I've been in, you know, I guess being a stay-at-home dad and doing pick-up and drop-off and things like that at school now, you know, the majority of um parents there are mums and it's all you know a lot of the conversation revolves around kids and parenting and things like that mm-hmm. um, but generally when I get around a group of of men that who are dads it's the topic the topic may steer towards fatherhood at, at some point but you know the majority of it is um you really have to it's like pulling teeth to get yeah you know conversations around being a father out of them um but yeah, so at the moment it's it's once a month. Um, okay, I'll, yeah, we'll it'll, fix it'll that. It'll be uh, powerful, <laughs> powerful episodes each month. That's okay. We'll fix that. Um, Samantha's just commented um, that she has she might have some contacts, and I so thank you, Samantha. Please, I've just I've just said please tag them or please invite them or please um, hook them up with Dan, and I have a few as well that I I do know would love to sort of share their story and their experience and and stuff like that so stay tuned guys (laughs) um okay thank you so much dan thank you thank you thank you as always thank you thanks for having Um, me and uh guys we'll see you next time um next week for some more sort of maybe not as powerful mic drop moments as dan just had (laughs) i'm gonna have to go back through this and write down some quotes you had some really good moments and I didn't want to be like looking away and writing stuff down anyway thank you and I'll see you guys next time okay bye